Unite Wedding Photographers and welcome to Wedding Photographers Unite, episode number 130. I'm one of your hosts, the self-proclaimed professor of photographic pontifications in good company with the mythical legend himself, Mr. Neil Urban. Hello. <laughs> uh, as well as, we'll see if he shows up, the chatty Cathy of the Hudson Valley. Um, he's having Zoom problem, Zoom meeting problems. Um, we'll, we'll see if he can make it in in a second. We'll find out um uh mr jimmy Ferrar. we'll see if he makes it in and we are also joined by Lindsay, the good neighbor of good neighbors hey everybody and also joined by like a lot of other people <laughs> um for uh the uh, the zoom meeting thing that's been going around we figured why the hell not we'll get on the bandwagon you know so let's just go around the room and uh say hi say who you are tell us a little about yourself um some of you have been on the podcast before um, some of you haven't been, um, just, uh, just who are you go around the room? Are you, is everybody in order when you look at the zoom meeting is like Lindsay up in the upper left and I'm in the top middle or is it no. different for everybody? Oh, Damn it. No. Son of a, I'm, I'm top middle. Okay. All right. Well, then... I'm top middle. <laughs> <laughs> We're all top middle. Okay. I got it. Very stupid questions deserve stupid answers. Um, uh, so whoever go anybody go if you haven't gone you you find a new time to go you know say hi who are you and you know we'll keep it to like a minute you know what i mean we got <laughs> who's going i feel like call on someone in nick yeah i know right. <laughs> nick you're back what's up actually hey. andy andy you know what? uh click on participants and it brings up a list of people who's who's first in your list uh me oh, okay. <laughs> all right never mind <laughs> never mind it's not gonna work <laughs> stupid questions still get stupid answers so we've, we've both done that now so. uh nick what's up man hey nick d'antonio buffalo new york uh you know just making adjustments um uh non uh non-virus topic not topic but um been working on my website which was de-indexed by google uh because it took too long to load and i just read you know spent the summer redoing it so if you search my name and uh name and um blog like a specific blog title nothing like invisible i ended up hiring a, a company out of buffalo that does website seo and they figured some stuff out for me came down to just uh uh, a WordPress theme that's super heavy and um, too much stuff on the front page, slow server, a bunch, like a whole list of things that I'm in the middle of fixing now. So Amanda, know what, you know, you're working on your website, anyone else? Uh, um, first thing is maybe it, once you got it up and running is maybe, I, I wish I had gone to uh, basically you can, there's websites you can do a speed test to see how fast your page loads, a bunch of suggestions how to do that. So, uh, I'm working on that. Um, still booking up fine through other sources, which is amazing. Uh, uh, for the last two or three months, I've been invisible on Google. So working on that and and adjusting to booking up fine reality. for 2021, or are you still getting late 2020 weddings at this point, or you mean 2021? Um, so it's hard to know when everything. It looks like sometime in January is when my I just disappeared from Google. Um, no, but I'm so, saying the inquiries that you're getting now that you were just referring to, those are 2021 inquiries. Yes. Right. Um, so there's a few, I actually, I, I did one or two, like I happen to have dates open for 2020. Uh, but I did, I have in the last few months booked a bunch of um, 2021 and puts me pretty much on track for where I'm, I'm usually. Yeah. Um, I think it's mostly just coming from referrals, which yeah. is great. But I still want you still want that Google presence. Yeah. Uh Stephanie, you've been on the show before, but it was a long time. It was just once, right? Was uh, it just the once? Uh twice. Come on. So once oh, was 2016, right? When I was your intern. And then the second, I think, was with Val, right? Yeah, that's right. Mm. I forgot about the first one. It's been was, a few years, probably. <laughs> yeah, it was, 
Yeah. <laughs> Forgot all about that. That was a long time ago. We've been doing the show how long now? It's crazy. Yeah, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, Nelson, uh, let our listeners know who you are. Still there? There's a his mic is muted. Um, that might be what's going on. Lindsay, can we okay control I that? I just yeah. unmuted everyone. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nelson, um, try again. I will try again. I'm a longtime listener. I uh, just wanted to join the fun here while we're all cooped up. Um, I'm a full-time fourth and fifth grade teacher and part-time photographer. I second shoot maybe six to eight weddings a year. Uh, I've done a couple on my own. And uh, I listen just to kind of get the knowledge and kind of further myself uh, as I work with the photography. Cool. Um, I'm a former teacher. I know Molly's a former teacher. We'll hear from Molly in just a moment. Um, and yeah, there we go. Um, Nelson, do you, um, is photography like a long-term, um, career aspiration for you or is this like a fun side gig or, you know, where are you planning to take it? You know, there's no plan. Um, I just kind of done it on the side and, started weddings a few years ago and you know I kind of shoot anything birds or astro landscape I you know I'm kind of in that phase been in that phase for a long time but when I got hooked up with a photographer who shoots weddings that that's something I'd wanted to do and by chance I got matched up with him and they are a lot of fun just because you get to use so many different skills um, within the day and the hustle of the day is really fun. The pressure, I don't mind. And it's just kind of exciting. So um, it's not my primary thing that I shoot, but um, probably if you looked on my computer, you'd probably think otherwise. <laughs> hmm. um, I just would like to mention that uh, Jimmy has written a message. <laughs> He's let us know that Zoom can suck it and nothing is working. <laughs> and tell everyone I said hi, he gives up. Okay, that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's from jimmy uh let's uh let's go to steve steve what's up man who are you how's it going hey how's it going i'm steve uh i'm a full-time photographer i do probably about oh 40 percent weddings uh 30 percent uh editorial photography mostly for buffalo spree and then the rest of it's a hodgepodge of um, kind of assistant and grip work and second shooter and uh, associate shooter work kind of just all over the place. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at. Um, I'm straddling two websites. One is for my my editorial work and my commercial work. And then the other is for my wedding stuff, both of which probably need to be updated. Um, or now, at least I got a good time for you to do that. Oh, geez. You know, and. <laughs> As, as it's been alluded to, it's such an arduous process. And it's something that I would think I would enjoy more just in having the ability to go back and look at work and revisit work and maybe even retune it. Um, and, you know, and then reintroduce it and maybe do it the right way, you know, making sure that all the images have the correct meta tags and whatnot built into them. Uh, but it's, I think one of the things that I've come to understand is I really just don't enjoy doing much else other than shooting. I mean, I enjoy shooting. I enjoy meeting and working with clients and creating stuff, but anything else I really don't care to do. I don't want to do my books. I don't want to do website and SEO. Um, so that's, that's pretty much kind of where I'm at. Well, uh, we are going to get into some of these topics too, in just a minute, once we've gone through the round table, cause, um, we can kind of go from there. Um, Amanda, what's up? Have you been on this before or no? I have not. No. no. Tell us who you are. So I'm Amanda. I'm from Buffalo. Um, I, I mean, um, I do weddings mostly. And then I have a studio, which we do like family portraits, like minis are like a big thing for me. And then um, we do like newborns and stuff. So she's yeah, very, very good. Thing. She's very oh, good. <laughs> and um, you also sold me your Magmod stuff. I did. <laughs> you also shot a wedding for me when um you know my knee dislocated yes oh my god that, yeah so actually you've kind of in a, something. yeah 
yeah. that was four years ago, wasn't it? That's yeah. It was right when I started, like the year I started, and then my knee dislocated. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, that's me in a nutshell. Um, but basically the same thing as Steve and Nick here. I'm just kind of taking a break right now, but website and SEO and. And did you did you just recently stuff. move? Because when I got that Magbot stuff, I think you were in the process of moving. So you just moved yeah. too, right? So we did just move. Uh, we moved to a house in Cambria. We're painting it currently. Um, yeah, we just moved and where I'm at. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. And you have a new studio too, right, Amanda? We got in that into that studio last year, I think. Last year, January. Um, I didn't really do anything with it because I was pregnant. Um, so we just started getting into it last year in February. So it was, yeah, I mean, um, we, it's, it's in a big warehouse. So I don't know if many people know Lockport, but it's in the big Harrison radiator factory, which is like GM. Um, so it's a huge, huge warehouse space like Tribane building. Um, I did the, the white uh epoxy floors and we have white walls and all that stuff so awesome looking good the work in progress always where were you doing your studio stuff before did you have another space or is this your first studio first studio i did have like a space in my house that i worked out of but it was very small it was probably like mm, 600 square feet but this space that i have now is 2700 square feet oh my god so <laughs> I also share it with Taylor made photography. Who's a dog photographer. Um, That's amazing. She, I know. So she's in there twice a week. Other than the dog hair. Huh? Uh, I guess. Other than the dog hair. <laughs> yeah. No, actually it hasn't been a big issue. Okay. She's really great. So. Cool. Amanda, you, you bought all those uh, frames off me a while ago. Can hey, I, can I, can I, just can I, can I come back? Yeah. <laughs> they just came down to my studio. So you can buy them back. if you want. <laughs> Listen, I have a lot of wall space now. So yeah, um, if you want them back, seriously, let, no. let me know. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Make it all kinds of trades here on the podcast. Uh, I love the community of this. <laughs> uh, Hannah, you're back. Hannah, what's up? How you doing? I'm hanging in there. I, uh, I'm Hannah from West Virginia, right outside of Pittsburgh, and I'm the blogger. Uh, blogging has been really quiet since I can't go out and do anything. <laughs> I am, I'm kind of, I'm kind of with everyone else. I don't know once all this stuff started happening and I wasn't able to go out and do anything. I feel more unproductive. Yeah. What are you, what are you going to type with those fingers? You got to start like writing fiction or something like that. Yeah, you well, I've been doing lots of live videos for my clients and people have been jumping in. So that's like my, my way to talk since I have nothing to blog. Um, but I, you know, I don't know. I feel like I do better when I'm super busy on staying on task and website updates. And then whenever things like this happen or down season, I just don't feel like taking my downtime and doing the stuff I need to be doing. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I have only had one wedding that I've had to, you know, work around so far. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And Molly, we've, so we, we reviewed your website, but you've never been on the podcast before. Correct. Cool. Well, welcome. Hello. How's it going? It's going great. Thank you. Good. And, and where are you located? Uh, it's in Frederick County, Virginia, which is like the northern tip of Virginia, basically. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Very good. And, and, and you, um, are you full-time? Yes. I'm a full-time Spanish teacher. Full-time part, Spanish part. teacher, part, part, mm-hmm. okay. And how many weddings outside of what is going on right now, how many weddings have you been typically doing a year? Um, Probably about five to eight-ish. Okay. And I do like portrait, like family and uh, couples engagement sessions like that in between. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, that's, that's the round table uh, minus Jimmy. And uh, so... I one thing that we just mentioned before, and we can let at this point we can just kind of let the conversation go and flow wherever it's going to go. Um, uh, but I and, and Lindsay, I don't know if you had ideas for where you wanted to bring that, and feel free. But I'm I am just curious because somebody brought it up um, as before we started talking. I was like, no, wait, wait, hold on until we get into the show, or if if you want to call this a show, I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, just, just somebody had mentioned, uh, you know, Howard, what. How, 
how the cancellations are going or rescheduling is going. And I'm just curious, since we have a group of us here, um, to see what we've been kind of dealing with and, and facing and, and, you know, where the similarities are. Um, how, how has that been going for everybody uh, so far with, with like your May weddings and how's that been looking? Whoever brought that up, um, if they want to start, start us off. I don't remember who brought that up. Yeah. Was it me? Go for it, Hannah. Yeah, go for it. (laughs) Um, I feel like it, I don't know when the, the lockdowns and the non-essential business, um, having to shut down started for you guys, but Pittsburgh did it 10 days ago. Um, I just looked to confirm the date and I feel like that was really the first that I had heard about it to know like how big it was going to get. Um, a place in Pittsburgh called Heinz Chapel. They do a wedding ceremony about every two hours all day. So they shut down till the end of May and everyone was like, I mean, this was beginning of March, you know, beginning mid March. So when that happened and all those weddings started to have to start be rescheduled, a lot of us photographers that are close to there thought, Oh crap, we, we better have a plan. Um, it doesn't necessarily affect me so much because I'm in West Virginia. So I only do a few um, Pittsburgh weddings here or there, but I started calling up other vendors, DJs. It's just, you know, we're a small town, so there's not a whole lot of us. So we have a pretty tight knit circle and we started discussing what our plans were. Um, and I know Lindsay had talked about it too and said, you know, you know, Fridays and Sundays are going to be where it's at, not only because we're not really available for any more Saturdays in 2020, but I don't know how many Saturdays in 2021 we would want to, you know, switch over because then those are weddings we won't be able to work next year. Um, and everyone was pretty much in, in agreement with it. And, you know, I had my April wedding was going to be my first one back since I had one in January and she was able to pick up her date and drop it right on a Sunday in October and everything remained the same except for the date. And it worked for her. Now my May brides, no one has officially canceled a reschedule. Almost everyone has reached out to me, but they're pushing for Saturdays and vendors can't really agree. Um, I mean, I pretty much wasn't going to book anything else for 2020. So any Saturdays that I have left, um, I have 28 scheduled. So any Saturdays I have left, I'm more than willing to switch to, but you know, it's kind of a fine line and you want to work with the other vendors too, who don't have that luxury. And I haven't had anyone who's wanted to ask to uh, reschedule for 2021 yet. So I'm just going to kind of cross that path when I come to it. Right. We'll see. Um, I'm curious because I know that some, some rescheduling, actually, let's talk about reschedules first. Have you guys had, re, who's had reschedules because of this? I've had three. I've okay. had one. About four or five. I've had three reschedule and one cancel, which I kind of want to bring up. Yeah. I want, so I want to talk about that too, right? Because I've had a, like maybe two or three reschedules and then some potential reschedules, but then I did have an issue with a cancellation and reservation retainer, and right. I'm and I'm Me curious too. to see how. That? Yep, I'm, that's what I want to talk about because I want to mention how I handled that, and I'm curious to see how other people handled that about the reservation in particular, um, about the retainer in particular, because um, I was a little worried there for a second, you know. Um, yeah. so 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 how about that? How many? So Amanda has, I have. Has anybody had a cancellation and dealt with the the retainer issue at all, other than Amanda and I, or has it just been us? Hannah, have, I have you have two? Maybe canceled, probably not officially, but we've already worked out the logistics. Okay, so uh, who? I, I mean, Hannah, do you want to go first then, or Amanda, do you want to go first? Just just I'm because I'm curious to hear about your cancellation situation with the retainer. Um. I can go first. Um, I worked it out with them. You know, they had paid the retainer. I had already done their engagement session, which is essentially if someone books me for an engagement session without a wedding, it pretty much adds up to be about the same cost. Um, so I made, you know, I kept most of the retainer. I refunded the few dollars difference that it would have been just in case, you know, paper trail and all that. Um, and then I transferred it to a friend of mine, um, who needed that wedding and who needed the date with the agreement that, you know, when it happens to him, he's going to transfer it back to me. Yeah. I'm out that wedding. Um, but in the long run, I'm thinking their friends and bridesmaids and whatnot in the future, me being out that one wedding, at least I work with them rather than them telling people in the future that, Hey, don't hire this girl. Cause if something happens, she's going to keep all your money. Right. Um, that's what I'm flying by right now. I'm hoping that that pans out and that word of word of mouth with, you know, is everything or, right now with the way that vendors are handling their clients. Mm-hmm. 
communication is key with with all of it regardless of what the policies are um how, amanda how about you what how did that go down? i'm in a little bit of a tricky situation here so they had booked me about two months ago um for this friday um, for this friday yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> they're a military couple mm-hmm. they live out of town early uh so he can't even get here. So we've been going back and forth. Um, I said I would refund everything but their deposit um, or their retainer. And then I gave them a little extra because obviously like I'm not like a mean person here. I'm just trying to like live life and, you know. Um, so, 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 but, but, so you um, gave them back any additional they paid on top of the retainer and then you gave them some of the retainer as well. Yeah, so I my retainer is one third. Okay, so it would be eleven hundred or twelve hundred. So I was gonna give them back all but a thousand dollars. Okay, I was gonna keep the thousand dollars. Sarah, my second shooter, had already taken off. Um, I already had found a sitter. Like there was a bunch of logistical things that had happened. Um, now we didn't do an engagement session, so that's kind of where that comes into play because I only charge so much for an engagement session. Um, so I thought that would be great. And she has a little bit of an issue with it. Um, now I called the venue to see what they're doing. Um, and they're in the same predicament that I am. So I was kind of waiting to see if we were on the same page with not mm-hmm. giving it back. It's a good or... idea. I mean, that is smart of you to kind of see what the venue's doing so that they're getting yeah. a similar story from um, right. their wedding vendors in whole. Uh, very that's a good point i just wanted to bring up and emphasize for people listening keep going though i gotta i gotta say i've never been on the phone with so many vendors in my life (laughs) right right yeah i know so that was as of yesterday so i don't really know what the venue is doing and i don't want to be the only one keeping it and i don't want to be the only one refund like you know so um we're kind of at a standstill with that but so Amanda, they're not looking to reschedule though. They're not. They have no idea when they can or. Correct. So he may be deployed in June. So. Oh. But can you use your, like the, the money you've already taken as a deposit or whatever um, and make that a credit towards any future That's, sessions? Absolutely. And I've told them that, but they don't want it and they just want their full full like full so, so i was going to ask so they keep they are they're they're pressing you to get the rest of the retainer back they want all of it back right and 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 you told and and how did you leave it what was what was the like the last year communication with them in terms of like what you said so basically i told them um it's in my contract that i have a one-third non-refundable deposit i'll refund all of it back um the 22 or whatever it was um, and then, you know, basically just said, I'm so sorry about this. Um, and let me know if there's anything else that I can do. Obviously I'd like to re like, I didn't say this to them. Obviously I'd like to, uh, re- postpone or reschedule, but they didn't seem apt to do that. And they're like, obviously we didn't plan on this either. So I really would like you to reconsider the full refund. And that's where it left. And then that's where I called the venue. Right. What they were doing. What are the vent? What is the venue doing? Um, as of yesterday, they were still holding their deposit, um, which is two grand. Um, but who knows? I, I'm waiting to hear back from them to see what they're. I have a note about what might be happening if I can chime in. Yeah, yeah. and I'm not. I'm not defending them, you know, because <laughs> there are some of those people who are going to fight you for every dime. I don't know the situation, but as a military wife, the fact that they just hired you a couple months ago right. um, tells me they may have decided to get married. I, and again, I'm guessing I I'm a, can only go off my own experiences. They may have been getting married because he's going to be deployed. Um, and a lot of our friends have done the same thing. And, you know, you find this stuff out and, you know, you want to get married and to top it all off, you, you know, if you are married, you actually get paid more, your benefits kind of change Mm. uh, with hazard pay and whatnot and you don't know when they're going to be back again i mean the army can you know well over a year marines well over a year and a lot of people don't want to wait 
And it's very possible that if he does get deployed, they're going to get married right before he leaves so that they can be married. Um, and then they won't have a wedding because then when he gets back, they may be pick up and move and then they won't be anywhere near you. And again, I'm guessing, but they're nowhere near me already. Yeah, they're oh, in yeah. South Carolina. So. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'll tell my quick little story here um, in regards to this, the cancellation. And then after that, let's just, let's open up the conversation and just kind of go around with whatever we want to. But I, but as as far as staying on topic here, um, I did. um, So I have a two day Indian wedding, had a two day Indian wedding in May at the, towards the end of May. And the couple um, called basic or messaged, emailed, basically saying we are rescheduling um and they said we'd like to reschedule for um like these two-day weekends like labor day weekend or columbus day weekend and um you know looking at my schedule those dates are booked so like my labor day i have a double already that weekend and then like columbus day i had one of the two days was already booked so you know, my response to them was, you know, the kind of the things that I was posting in the group about, you know, like similar to the lines of Honey Book, kind of, but with my own voice and trying to be positive and all that kind of stuff. And I basically just said, you know, I'm sorry, this is causing a disruption. Um, and I mentioned in this email, you know, the retainer is non-refundable, um, but I'd like to be as accommodating as possible to work with you on a new date. And I even... I even like basically gave them a whole bunch of potential dates that they could reschedule for. Um, they ended up um, emailing me back um, saying that, you know, unfortunately, with their venue, they decided on Labor Day weekend, which is a weekend that I'm not available for. So the couple, two-day Indian wedding, I said, you know, hey, we could try and reschedule. They said, well, the venue can only do this. That's when we're doing it. Um so my response to them at that point, and this is where I really, and, and not only when they sent that back, they were like, you know, this is when we're doing it. Um, because um, I know we saw that you mentioned that the retainer is non-refundable. Um, does your contract, this is pr- pretty much what was laid out in the email. They were like, does your contract include pandemics for, for the, the retainer being non-refundable? Like, oh, oh my God, you know what I mean? So it was specifically, that was the specific question in the email that was asked. So I just want to um, <laughs> let you know how I responded to that, because then, you, you know, the wording of the contract and what you have for that, um, for the acts of God, right? And how that's worded and how that's specifically stated really matters as far as the, as far as that goes, right? So basically my response to them was, and I, and I did a lot of, thinking in terms of how I wrote this and how I responded and in terms of how it lines up with the way my contract was written at the time for what they signed and also how I will be changing my contract slightly based on this whole thing, right? So um, my response to them after I got that back was, you know, I'm so sorry you decided to reschedule on a date. I'm unavailable. Like I'm putting that right out there right in the beginning. I'm sorry you decided to reschedule on a date that I'm unavailable. Sorry about that, which is true. I'm, I'm sorry that they did. Um, and, and then I reiterate, because the retainer is non-refundable as discussed when booking and per the contract, including the current situation I mentioned, um, retainers aren't factored into business accounting decisions as they're received to hold dates, reported as income, and used to turn away other potential clients, right? Because I report the income the year that I receive it. So they pay me for a retainer that previous year. I report that on my income taxes. You know what I mean? Like my business is running away that I'm not thinking about retainers when they when couples send them to me. It's just the way it works. So there's no way I'm going back and, and dealing with that, you know? Um, so, and basically I said, you know, to be as understanding as possible in the, concert, in the current situation, I'd like to offer a couple of options to go forward with if you want to. Um, and basically I went back because I was like, well, I had to write this in there based on the way my contract was because my contract basically said um, that there there was acts of God in there that it did say, um, you know, like I can't be held liable for performance on acts of God. But does that include pandemics as a specific legal question that only the legal system and lawyers can really answer? Um, but uh, but what I did have in there was if for some reason um, and, and it was worded if the couple cancels the contract. 
that's how my contract was written. If the couple cancels the contract, well, what if a pandemic cancels the contract, right? Um, so, so in that case, if they wanted to go forward with the contract, I would then be for my um, liability. There's, you know, we all have that clause about the limits of liability of like what our liability clause is. Um, basically, at that point, my contract said, well, if I can't perform, right? If they push me and the, and it went there. If I can't perform, then I will find an alternate photographer. So I was like, oh, God. So if they really did push me on this, right, then I would need to find an alternate photographer. So I was like, you know what? I'm just putting it out there. I'm going right back. And and I looked at some other photographers that had did some similar things in other groups. So my my so I said, so to be as understanding as possible, if I'd like to offer you a couple of options to go forward with. Um, a, you can keep the current contract with my business for your new wedding date, Labor Day weekend, and I will have alternate photographers available to photograph your wedding. So basically going back to, I, I did that for a year or two ago where I had other people shoot for me and all that kind of stuff. And I'd rather not do it. But in this case, legally, I feel like I had to, because if they didn't go with the cancellation part or whatever and, and went forward, right. And it went there, then I would have to legally, this is what I said I would do. Um, communication and planning will still be with me and work will be edited and delivered in my style. Um, blah, 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 blah. Um, I'm only working with people you trust, whatever, you know, and the, or I said, B, I'll do the engagement session. I'll do, I'll do a post wedding shoot or family session at some point down the road. Um, you know, I hope this makes sense. Let me know if you want to go forward with something. Take care, you know, but thanks. Th- th- thanks for uh, supporting small business. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah, I know that's I was I'm one step off. There's so many things I wanted to write, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah. So any reply back yet? No reply back. And I kind of don't really expect one. And I really hope they don't go with option A. I would really I do not want to be like a, a say that we still have a wedding season 2020. I don't want to be doing a double wedding weekend and having to think about this other wedding happening on the same day. I would rather that not happen, but yeah. um, if it does, well, fine, whatever, you know? Um, so kind of running off Andy, um, I have Sarah Westfall, who's my second, who you all probably know who live in Buffalo. Um, she is a second shooter and she's a lead shooter. So what I'm having happen with my reschedules is that people are complaining that we don't have Saturdays available for them, um, which is super fun to deal with. Um, So I put her on two weddings that I had to reschedule only because they were on Saturdays. Um, And someone brought up to me that, you know, what if someone paid for a Saturday and is really upset that they don't have another Saturday and, um, and I just didn't know how to answer that question. Sorry, my dog's right here. Um, so if you're grunting or anything, um, but yeah, so I, I mean, I had to reschedule two for Saturdays in, mm, when is it? Um, September. So it's just been, cause if people don't have a second shooter who can shoot Maine, then like, what are they doing? Like, I just, I, I feel bad. <laughs> Yeah, I, I have seen other people kind of go, some people are saying don't offer Saturdays because then you you lose your year of income. Like, let's say 2020 is totally shot. They um, really didn't give me an option, though. Right. Um, they kind of said, you know, this is the date our venue has chosen for us. And this is the date that the venue is available. So we're going to shoot for this date. Um, if you can do it, that's fine. But if you can't then see you later yeah well that um, right and that's similar to what i just yeah. kind of said right. in a different kind of way um yeah. but uh i don't well, see i don't well, see you later are you, as in uh you can keep the con the uh the retainer and i think never I think hear from us later. again yeah i think see you later but i don't want to lose all of that income right right so what am i gonna do like just see you later or book sarah and lose 500 instead of losing two grand right. I, I just mm-hmm. right well, here's a great how, do you, how do you guys and say, uh, you know, folks, uh, my season is very wide open right now. So if you need an associate shooter, <laughs> I, uh, I'm mm. well equipped to do so. Listen, um, I'm be calling yeah, you. As to your 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 um, your dilemma, though, I've similarly run into circumstances like that. And I think it is important that you're protected by your contract. It does default back to a, a gut feeling as to whether or not you personally want to remit 
a portion or all or none. I mean, it does come back to a, a matter of, I think someone else was talking about good faith and how they want to be represented in the community because it's a military family. Eh, it kind of, it's on the, on the fence there. If it was me personally, I would probably remit. Um, but I'm, I'm like super weak when it comes to that. Like if I'm pushed and challenged on my contract, you know, I'm going to say, you know, look, I want you to be happy. Can we agree on a portion of it to be returned or what have you or something like that? That's so, kind of what I was doing with the yeah. thousand instead of the 12, but yeah. you know. I think we are expecting that people will be as flexible as we are. And, you know, most couples are willing to say like, okay, it's going to be on a Sunday and that's fine. But every once in a while, you get one of these tricky ones. So I have one right now. I actually had um, several dates in the fall that were Saturdays that were still open because I had a couple of Friday weddings and a couple of weekends that were actually open for whatever crazy reason. And so I was really excited, like, okay, this works out well because my early season was really stacked already. I'm like, this is great. I can spread things out. And I actually had one couple say, we're not fall people. Like, are you kidding, are you kidding me? Oh my god! We're not pandemic people either. So you know. that's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, well, I'm not a pandemic wedding photographer. Yeah. So. I I do have to sympathize with him just a little bit, though. Yeah. Being that I'm a detail-oriented person, because like my April wedding that had to be rescheduled, she picked very spring colors. Mm-hmm. Um, that if you if and when I mean it's orange, and now she's doing October, which. Thank goodness here where I live, it's still pretty green in October because she called me about that and said, I'm freaking out. My bridesmaids already have their dresses and they've been altered so they can't be returned. Like, what do you think these colors are going to look like up against a fall background? So I pulled weddings from um, last year and the year before that were on that same weekend and just to, you know, make myself feel better about it too. And the background was still very green. So I sent them to her, but if it had been a few weeks after that and, you know, everything's orange and brown and we got light orange spring dresses, I, you know, I, I can see why they would think that, Makes but again, sense. like there is nothing that any of us can do about this. So we got to make the best of it. So I gave her suggestions, like let's make the pocket squares on the tuxes, like a dark color, and then put a few of those dark color flowers in your bouquet and just change just enough to make it feel fall. And then she was happy and she was like, thank you for helping me and thought I went over and above where I was just kind of trying to make myself feel good too. I can see, uh, I can see the blog post now, Hannah. I, can see, I, can see. <laughs> I told her I'm going what to What happens when? Oh my God. So, yes. Do that, please. <laughs> you can also just like not shoot with that type of foliage. You know, you use like evergreens instead of yeah, the venue tree that's orange thing is is all brownstone, and I shot weddings there in the fall. And once there's no evergreen, it's all you know trees that are not going to have leaves once fall comes. But it'll be fine because again, I double check the weekends. It's still going to be very green on her weekend if the last couple of years are any examples. We're good. You have Photoshop. You can just change the trees, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? That's funny you mentioned that because a couple of years ago, I actually had a mom who showed me a picture and said, "This is this is what it looked like last year. Look." look how fall it was, but it wasn't fall this year. And I, I actually had to say like, there is no way for me to make those green trees look realistically red. Sorry. <laughs> Here's a funny story. I had a wedding years ago where the, um, the father of the bride lived on this amazing farm and planted like an entire field of sunflowers specifically for the wedding. And it was like unseasonably warm or whatever that year. It was an early summer and they all bloomed early. And so the background for the wedding was just dead, dead sunflower. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I remember that movie. (laughs) Good try, but you know, it makes a good story. People just have to kind of let go of those expectations. Especially right now. That's the thing. You know, I'm trying to be very sympathetic, but none of us asked for this and none of us ever expected anything like this. So I keep trying to tell everyone and, and you know, even the other vendors that I talk to, we, we got to be empathetic, but we also have to, you know, stick by our business standards because we have to survive this year and the next yep. year and the year after that. And, and I really think like with the, with the retainers, I think we really, really need to stick to our guns on that, those being non-refundable. Um, so, like, well, can you imagine what would happen this, this whole year? What would happen if, if the whole year was shot and all 20 to 30 of your couples wanted all the retainers back because they didn't want to reschedule? Um, and you know what that would do to our being in business? Um, not okay. 
it's not okay you know so um anyway go ahead amanda so kataki's um buffalo people probably know um is a really good friend of mine and she kate talked to her lawyer and he said because of the state of emergency that all retainers are refundable i was told the same thing by an attorney friend depends yeah. on the wording in your contract depends and if it's, if it's specifically exactly. addressed in the contract and how yeah. that's addressed because because and and it really it really does depend on what's written how it's written and because i did a lot of research on on this like looking up the difference between the acts of god and force majeure or whatever the hell that term is called and and really it just comes down to how it's worded and how it's worded with the use of the word retainer and what that you know like and under what circumstances um, is that retainer non-refundable? And it all depends on the exact specific language of the contract. Um, and then the state laws, depending on the state you live in and all that. So, um, it's just fun. Yep. Yep. That's, Man, that's, that's scary. Um, has anyone had brides that say their wedding is going to be postponed? They still want to do like, an intimate ceremony type of thing on the same day and like is that even legal for us to go shoot because i have like three couples that are like ready to do that on the same day but i basically am saying like as if it's legal then yeah but if it's not right. depending on how many people you're having like you know and then postponing and all that so i'm i like spiral every time i think about this so um i don't know Yes. Yeah, I, I I'm curious if anyone's doing that. <laughs> yeah, they were, but I think now with the um, the current laws saying like you yeah, can't correct. like you can't do it anymore. Yeah. Right. Correct. We're, yeah, we're done to... now. We're dead in the water right now. Yeah, and everyone like everyone for me is still kind of holding off and like not making any official decisions, and I don't know, none none of it really makes sense. Like I have an end of April where they're reception venue told them well oh may 9th is open and i was like well that's like a week later like you still like you're telling the bride that she can have this date that's still like not going to be available so then she's going to have to postpone things and contact all her family twice like that seems crazy so um i haven't heard back from her yet about that but i'm assuming i will because it'll still be postponed even more um i've been just basically i have like a pdf type thing with like all of my open dates and i've just been sending that out and so far it's working okay so um good stephanie where's have, the where's the cat i was promised cats oh uh, he's downstairs sleeping he's really tubby so he sleeps you know downstairs <laughs> I locked myself in my office because my boyfriend's like downstairs playing. Oh, like, I was, I'm, I'm still, I still have cats. We still get cats. Thank you. Hannah. I'll, I'll go get them in a second. Okay. Um, and then I also have, so I have, Oh, two we got a dog. Oh. Hold on, I got a dog right here. Hold on. Everybody get your animals. Here, left. <laughs> All right. Hold on. There you go. Um, but I'll chime in and say that in, in our area, what you were Dude. saying about the small intimate ceremonies, it's been really interesting around here because again, I live in the Northern Panhandle, West Virginia. So I'm five minutes from PA and I'm five minutes from Ohio. Um, so the States have been like, you know, at different points saying, yeah, you can get six feet precautions. And then another one beside me says non-essential businesses have to shut down, but I'm in West Virginia and that wedding's in Pennsylvania. Mm. So people have been asking me about engagement sessions, which I had planned to do if I could, because you know, you can maintain six feet, no problem with a 70 to 200. And then West Virginia locked us down yesterday on home lockdown. Like we can only go to the grocery store. So I had to email all of them and say, I know we were holding off, but here's where we're at. And by the way, those of you who were thinking you were going to have like a five person ceremony and I was going to photograph it. Cause even one of my DJ friends got ordained and he was like, Hey, like I can marry people. Hannah can take the pictures. Like we were trying our hardest to make this <laughs> And then West Virginia locked us down. So I had to just throw all that out the window and tell everyone we just got to you know, batten down and wait and see what happens. And the more we comply, hopefully the faster this will all be over. Yeah, most yeah. of the people that I have are kind of waiting it out. It's just confusing because everyone's telling me different things. Like I have two weddings in May that are like on separate weekends, but in a row where I'm at the exact same two venues. 
So the ceremony is at one place, reception's at the other, but I'm there two weekends in a row. And the first couple is telling me that they got emails from both venues saying all of May is off and it's not going to happen. But then the next weekend, which it's the same places, is telling me, oh, they're holding off to tell us and we're just waiting it out. So we'll let you know. So it's kind of like, I don't know who's telling me what or if I should contact the venue or I don't know. Call the venue. But I, I'm kind I would of just, call the venue. Yeah. Confusing. <laughs> in your case yep i think what might end up happening too is that down the road they might lift the restrictions a little bit so now they're saying you know only two people can be together at one time in public yeah. or whatever and you know they might raise it up to five and then ten who knows and maybe yeah. you can start doing those small gatherings again but i mean there's just no point in like hypothesizing what's going to happen because none of us are experts on any of this like we just all have to just hang out hang out yeah. <laughs> it's I so hard to... i know but like there's no answer right now yeah. has anyone considered how long it's going to take to edit all these weddings contractually if we all end up with friday saturday sunday weddings this fall like i don't want to think <laughs> about it to be yeah. honest Start managing expectations now, yep. everybody. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I do. Contract readers. Yeah, the fall is going to be if if it goes oh, forward, it is going to yeah. be nuts. Oh man, like <laughs> nuts. So nuts. So. Like, I do have one more question. Um, we're gonna have Monday, you- Tuesday, Wednesday weddings. <laughs> <laughs> right? I love that. <laughs> Go ahead. So. Um, so I do have a meeting, like a Skype meeting, um, later today too, with someone where they had to postpone their April wedding for October and their photographer is no longer available. So they were hoping to book me. Now, would you guys still be booking new people for the fall? Oh yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it. I lost all that. I don't know when this is going to end. So I'm kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I just did. I just booked someone today Okay. for for November. I I also think that that's something that potentially could happen for a lot of people too, is like, people swapping around who's available and what so hopefully falls yeah nice i'm trying to not think about things too much just i think it's important to make sure that uh like i had to i had a contract someone had hadn't worked their contract fully out and had to do that um this this past week and uh, i i was thankful for whoever posted that honeybook uh post because i i grabbed language from there Mm -hmm. um so I think it's important, especially now that like it's listed, like <laughs> pandemic is listed yeah. and it's clear um, and a lot less, there's no like, there's a lot less wondering because it's all very well laid out. Um, well, with this couple I had, um, I had, they were like, well, we don't know what's going to happen. Like, I don't want to, we don't want to pay any more until you know that you're going to give us a refund and I'm like, well, we think it's going to happen. And what I ended up doing was, I think Andy may have said this earlier, but putting language in that says, if you're forced to, if you're forced to, basically they, they didn't want to move forward without a guarantee of their money back. And I was like, well, that's not really how it's done, but I can understand that. I can understand that side of it. Yeah. Um, and so I ended up saying was, okay, if you are forced to by outside entities like government or your venue to, to change, then I'll give you this agreed upon um, um the retainer re- or refund or it was it was typically part of my retainer so i altered it because i felt like i didn't want to lose this wedding i they weren't going to budge and so i ended up yep. giving a little more than normal and that's okay you know serious here's the thing a contract is always negotiable the, the contracts are yeah. always negotiable and to, to see things from different sides and and all that kind of thing However, my, you know, my first instinct now would be, um, you know, I have language in there that basically, so if I had a client in that situation for a fall wedding, I would basically say, you know, um, the way my business is right now, the, re- the retainer is non-refundable, but I'm happy to reschedule with you should you need to reschedule. Um, but the retainer is non-refundable. And that's just my stance. Unless the couple, the couple, I don't know how hard they push you, Nick, but if they really they really were like, well, we don't want to book you then. Like if they told me that, but we really would like to go with you otherwise, then I might consider, um, you know, if I'm willing to, to, to kind of forfeit the way that I run business normally um, with that. But normally I'm not because like, you know, um, that's, 
that's how our businesses run. Like, like if I, if somebody yeah. gives me a retainer and like, and then they, they don't, they're not willing to work with me to, to reschedule the date, then, you know, that's, you know, what's the, what's the point of I, you all the, even that, that couple that I just had, like I could have had another couple that really wanted me like as their photographer, really wanted Andy Buscemi to be their wedding photographer. Right. But this couple apparently wanted the date more, you know what I mean? Than than wanted me there. So, yeah. but, but maybe if, if that couple didn't book and some other couple booked me that weekend, right. That maybe they would have been like, well, we're going to move the date and, and make sure it's Andy, you know? So like that, I don't, I'm not like, in, you know, I, it's, I'm, I would do that, Nick. I'm not saying I wouldn't. Cause I'm actually, I'm kind of, I want to make people happy. And that's, I feel like that's how I have a successful business and that kind of thing. But at the same yeah. time, like, um, I'm not going to go there unless they really push, you know what I mean? And, and, yeah. and I'm willing to make that compromise. Like I made a compromise on, on a wedding recently where, you know, if like if they don't want their photos posted on social media, fine, you know, but that's not my initial reaction. But if you really, if that's real important to you and I want to book the wedding for this case of having, you know, you know, for the money or whatever, then okay, I'll compromise on that, whatever. But, but you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. I, then, yeah. Normally. Yeah. It, I, I felt, I felt bad. Um, but I also wanted the wedding and had a bunch of, but I think, you know, um, uh, Stephanie, what you were saying, like, should we book? Like, I think I, mean, I, 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 I am, and I will, yeah. I think, I think now we have, um, having just better language and more specific language. So hopefully, mm -hmm. I don't know, like Andy and whoever, those of you who talk to lawyers have heard um, from lawyers, when, if you were to list out in that HoneyBook post, uh, it, it lists out, I think, pandemics as one of the reasons um, that you would, like, it includes it as an act of gods or the, mm. the term, but um, if, it's, if it says pandemic and it's because of a pandemic, are retainers still off? It's a funny thing. The government can just like all retainers are off. Everybody can everybody can have their money back. Like that's no. Well, I mean, then it comes down thing. to a legal issue in the court of law if it comes down to it. You know, and then it's all and law is meant to be interpreted, and that's why we have lawyers and different people are going to think different things, and then they're going to fight out in the courts. But but if it says it, you know, you have a better chance of it being enforced. You right. know, yes. And an important language that I learned when I when I updated my contract just recently too is when it says. Um, due to any acts of God, you always want to have including, but not limited to limited. all yeah. these reasons. So included, but not limited to, you know, um, pandemics or this or that or that, you know, because um, if you say that it's just pandemics and just this other thing, then, you know, so that that terminology included, but not limited to um, is important with, with that clause in particular, apparently. I don't know about you guys, but it's been interesting to see where I rank vendor wise for weddings because I'm getting emails <laughs> like, well, our band is only available on these yeah. dates. And I'm like, oh, hey, okay. why didn't like, you what? check with me first? <laughs> DJ, what? <laughs> you already know all the bands available dates. You haven't even talked to me. Oh, man. Yeah. I yeah. see. Right <laughs> like, uh, having a list of the available dates has been really helpful for me, at yeah. least. Like, I have it like in an attachment where it has all the dates listed. I even organize them like, Friday and Sunday dates are here. And then the Saturdays I'm available are here. And like them having that, like for when they go and talk to their venue and stuff, I think has been pretty helpful because they're like, oh, well, after talking to the venue, we, we both agree on this date or whatever. So because um, some people have been kind of like, oh, well, the venue said May 9th. So that's when the wedding is. And it's like, well, what if I wasn't available? Like we kind of didn't really go over that yet, but yeah. Um, I've been I running actually had, sorry, go ahead. Amanda. Sorry. Um, I've been running into the fact that I send that out and then they don't get back to me for two weeks and then that date's already gone. Changes, yeah. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. So, you know, wow. it's just hard. Well, I just tell people because I just I downloaded a calendar, a 2020 calendar, and then slapped it into Microsoft Word and I highlighted all the dates in red, just changed them red. I sent it to people that asked and said, Hey, here's my calendar as of today, right now. Um, any date that is in red is unavailable. And um, I made sure, you know, my own personal vacations or anything that I just knew I was not going to be able to work, I made sure to highlight. And then I told them, I said, please use this as reference. But when you go to decide on a date for sure, 
touch back to me real quick and make sure that this calendar hasn't changed because it's changing daily. You know, it's yeah. a good idea that, that I'm hearing, Hannah, because I also gave my calendar or a version of my calendar to that couple that I was trying to reschedule. Um, maybe what I should do is actually have it be on Google Calendar and then and then they could check, you know, you could say like, here's my Google Calendar, make a version for the couples to see, right? Here's here's the dates that I'm available and the dates that I'm not available for. Um, if it changes before you book, that may change, you know, like when you go to look and book. Because I'll update this calendar, um, you know, if I get booked in that in the meantime. So check before you when you're talking to the venue, um, <laughs> you know, because if it's on Google Calendar, it gets up- updated automatically. Um, and then they could kind of see right then and there before they're they're booking with the venue, for example. I'm curious um, if anyone is um, filing for uh, unemployment or workers comp. Luke just posted a, uh, a link to the photographer fund where I guess there's $25,000 in aid uh, for photographers impacted by COVID-19. And I, I believe photographers are, there's something like a $500 stipend available to various photographers. I haven't filed for it yet. Um, I'm not, I'm not suffering yet, but if this thing goes on for months and my tenants stop paying me rent, Yep. I think my tune will change and mm-hmm. maybe the money won't be available then, but I'm kind of curious what other people are doing as far as unemployment workers compensation or other stipends that are out there available. There's nothing. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. yeah. Me I mean, not because nothing. Yeah, not for, an option. Yeah. If you're employed by your, you know, if you're self-employed, there really isn't anything other than that kind of thing that you just mentioned, Steve, oh, okay. the, you know, privately funded things where people are giving money. Um, but for when you're self-employed, you're screwed. Um, and uh yeah your workers comp doesn't cover that huh you you could um you could get specific i mean you would have had to before but you could get specific insurance policies that specifically covered this kind of thing you'd probably pay a million dollars for it but i mean you i'm sure that exists or if it didn't you know somebody somebody would offer a policy that if you were unable to work for whatever reason that your workers compensation policy would uh pay you uh, in the event that you're unable to work. I mean, that was my understanding. Often, often in those, it, it mentions that it does not include acts of God oh, in, okay. in the same way well, that we were just talking about acts of God for our contract. Often those, those, those insurance <laughs> ah, contracts, they got us. yeah, they, they basically say, you know what, if, if you get hurt, you know, fine. But if it's an act of God that you're not working for, there's a tornado or something, we're not covering that unless, unless and it was specifically, there's... you know, written in there. I think there's a stipulation too that you have to like actually close your business. Because right. like right now I'm still accepting retainers for like future weddings. So I've had, I've been very lucky that man, my 2021 brides are taking advantage of this downtime and they've been wedding planning. My bookings luckily in the last couple of weeks have picked up. I was getting worried because um, everything was for 2020. All my inquiries for the, from January to like now, they were for book dates I was already booked this year and I was getting worried. Now all of my 2021 have come in. So I think Lindsay's definitely right with that. You have to like not accept anything. You have to have like no money coming in. So I think our retainer situation with our, like how unique that is with our business might throw a wrench in things. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So it depends on how, yeah, go ahead. No, you want, do you want to finish your? No, 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 go ahead. Uh, it's a it's a slight variation, but same vein. Um, I was talking with um, uh, Bob Niley, who's a uh, great photographer in Rochester uh, this morning, and we were just kind of talking about this, comparing what we, what we were each doing. And one of the things we were talking about was what happens. Let's say that things ease up, and let's say that come July, which is kind of what I'm planning, July or August, hoping to get back to. Normal? I'm hoping June. My fingers are crossed for June, but okay. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I mean. Well, well, Trump just released that he's uh, yeah. going to open up the country by April. No, by April 12th. By Easter. Yeah. So we're, we're good then. That'd be, yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. The problem <laughs> is that this really doesn't go away. This is a side note. It doesn't really go away until we'll all have some immunity. So like that happens when we have vaccines or there's an antidote or right. we all get it. So right. Right. I don't think things are going, I'm, I'm, I'm personally planning for my weddings from now through July to be affected in some way. I'm hoping that I'm wrong, but I'm kind of planning that way. But 
what, let's say let's let's say August comes. Let's say we can go back to normal. We got to be careful still because it's things usually don't disappear, uh, at least not historically. Viruses like this. And so, what happens if like I have a cold on a wedding, like coming up to a wedding? It's a Friday. I have a wedding on Saturday. I have a cold. I don't think it's the coronavirus, <laughs> but am I gonna go? Am I gonna go out? Am I gonna shoot the wedding? Or am I gonna? Probably not. You know, like what do you do? Like. I don't have a fever yet, but maybe I'm going to like, you don't want to wake up Saturday morning and be like, ah, crap, I got to get somebody. Um, wear a mask for like, sure. Right. Sure. I like, you know, so I think I'm, I'm thinking about, do I need to have a few, like, I kind of already have a few loose backups, um, but I don't have a backup plan for every wedding, like another photographer ready to step in for every wedding. Like, I need that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the Our answer time, is. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it was interesting a while back and it's applicable or not. I, I'm not sure how applicable it is, but um, a photographer that I work for, I'll just name her. <laughs> uh, no, but a, a photographer that I work for, Erica, had talked about basically having her second as someone that she would only hire uh, a second that she would feel comfortable shooting the day, which of course to me was a huge, um, I don't know, I, for lack of a better term, ego boost. Um, but I think you know, in hindsight, it makes a lot of sense to, for me, when I, when I'm doing the same thing, thinking about, well, what's my contingency here? I mean, I know a lot of photographers think of their uh, second photographer as just a backup memory card, right? But there are, there are people who operate on the stipulation that, you know, that it's, it's more than a backup memory card or another view that this is a person that in the event I break my leg or I can't show up that they can run the show in my absence. So I've seen that, I've seen that philosophy uh, brought about before it's just something to consider but uh, I always found I definitely it have that with Sarah yeah so. right right I even say that like in initial meetings when people are debating between like just having me or having a package that has the two photographers I kind of say like you have a built-in backup person like right there in case of something crazy like when I'm going over that last clause in the contract like I say like well if you have the second I don't hire someone that's not like on the same level as me so I don't know. I think it's like a cool selling point. A lot of people actually like, oh yeah, maybe we should have the second. So hundred percent. Yeah. That's a good way to upsell it, especially after this. <laughs> now everyone's going to like, <laughs> oh, oh, gonna okay. yeah. <laughs> Hey Lindsay, I was kind of curious. Um, are you essential services? Are you doing a lot of work or work for Reuters given your, your, your association with them or? Um, yeah. So the only thing that's popped up with them was the, um, Canadian border closing. So, um, we have our U S headquarters are in New York, which is where the, like the center of the pandemic is. Um, and we got people in DC and LA. So, um, given where our offices are, like the interesting stuff is covered by those people working out of those offices. Um, so the only thing that's really popped up for me has been, um, the bridge crossing. But um, yeah, like as far as what we can and can't shoot, like we can't go into what they call a red zone without um, actually being assigned it. So we can't just like go out on our own and try to create work in like ground zero, you know? Who are we waving at? Oh, I was giving peace sign. I was oh. saying uh, <laughs> um, my, my, my paint is dry and I got to go add a second coat. So got it. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> Hi everybody. Like, why is everyone waving at me? <laughs> cool. Um, but yeah, so I mean, our sort of head head of photography has been sending out a lot of different emails about um, you know, just safety precautions and how to approach certain scenarios and everything. So it's been interesting to read. It just hasn't been super relevant for me given where I am geographically. So yeah, I mean all of my spree stuff is canceled. And, uh, you know, in the beginning, I was reticent, you know, not sure if we, you know, before the mandate, I wasn't sure if I should cancel or not. I was leaning towards canceling. Uh, fortunately, my, all of my, uh, my, my shoots canceled, but, you know, now going forward, I'm, I'm assuming that the magazine is going to continue to push out publication. You know, I'd like to have a role in that, even if it's just shooting storefronts or whatnot, you know, I, I don't know. And I don't know what my limitations are going to be in that regard. Um, but yeah, it's, it's bizarre. And it's bizarre when you start thinking about it in terms of like months, <laughs> you know, like, what do you yeah. mean? months? You know, so I don't know. Yeah. 
And you can only take so many photos of not people and not business being open, you know, like yeah. one, once you see one photo of a grocery store with empty shelves, you've seen them all, you know? So right. it's just right. like, there's not that much to shoot until, <clears throat> until things change. Yeah. yeah I, I, you know, and I photograph people. I mean, I think we all do, right? Like that's what we photograph. So like, I don't know, what am I going to do? <laughs> you know? I think we do have an obligation, like for people who are journalists, they're saying like, this is the story of our generation and it is important to document everything that's going on in your cities and stuff. Um, but to do so safely, you know? Yeah. Well, I think, um, so much for not talking about. Yeah, I know this, this was, this was the whole, (laughs) I just want to thank Stephanie for being the one. Oh no, Amanda had a pet too. I was like, I want to see people's pets. I want to talk about fun things. Ah, look at that guy. (laughs) Apparently there were a few people that... My lap falls asleep every time I add it. Apparently there were a few people that couldn't get in. um, Yeah, there were a ton. Well, like I said, the first group had like 35 people in the waiting room and I was like adding people and then I found the add-all and then all of a sudden everything went dark. I don't know. In terms of... We we can keep what? talking if we want to, but as far as the podcast goes, I we might I might want to we might want to wrap it up <laughs> in terms of time. Yeah. So um, I don't know. Any 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 parting words anybody want to mention before I before I do that? No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for li- listening, and everybody. This has been what it has been, whatever that is. Uh, it's been episode number one thirty. Thanks for listening in. I think we're gonna skip the what we usually do at the end. We'll catch you next time. Thanks. All right. The show's over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Andy, I don't know. I don't know. But...